All right, welcome back. Part two of Not in the Mood. I'm your host, Daryl Moody. We talked in the first part about uh, keeping your business afloat amid the pandemic. Let's talk now about starting a small business amid the pandemic. Uh, I am not a small business owner myself. I do have a second job uh, where I work as an independent contractor. And really, that business in and of itself was kind of born out of the Great Recession of 2007 and 2008. I work for a company that provides uh, newscasts and, and, and reports and different content for smaller market radio stations that don't necessarily have the money to staff their, whole, or their own newsroom uh, and that sort of thing. So that is a business model that you could make the argument was born out of the Great Recession. We saw so many radio companies uh, laying people off back in 2007, 2008, and even 2009. Uh, that That is a business that ha- was gr- born out of that and has since thrived. So maybe you have an idea for a small business. Maybe you have an idea for a product or a service that doesn't exist right now. Is now the right time to do that? Is now the right time to take that leap and invest your life savings? Whatever, whatever commitment you have to make, is now a good time to do that given everything everything that's going on in the world or are there opportunities out there and can you find those opportunities and exploit those opportunities for your own benefit to grow your own business so my question for jerry ross executive director of the national entrepreneur center is is now a good time to start a small business well that's really an individual call but you're right in in every crisis every time of chaos there's always opportunity uh, for businesses to start, uh, for for people that, that recognize those opportunities. And sometimes that comes from a skill that you have. It comes from knowledge that you have of the industry. And so especially when times get tough, uh, people start, uh, businesses start laying off people because they're trying to save costs. And so as people look around, um, Many times they may have thought of starting their own business, but it doesn't become a priority until, you you know, they they find that they don't have a job. And then they say, maybe this is the time. Uh, The second thing that happens is in times of uh, that times get tough, businesses do lay off people, which means they don't have the capacity that they used to have. And many times uh, a small business or an entrepreneur can react faster and fill a need faster than a company that is used to having 100 employees and now they have 50. Uh, And so many times in my own businesses, uh, part of our strategic advantage was that we were small, we were nimble, we were fast, and and that's an advantage for an entrepreneur. Uh, The next thing is that technology today has made it so much easier to start a business uh, because you don't have to have bricks and mortar. You can run a, a very successful business from, from your, uh, your bedroom at home uh, with a computer and an internet connection. And so uh, the technology that's available today uh, to sell to the world has, has never been easier. And finally, some of the big giants in that space like Amazon, uh, you don't even have to, to own much of the inventory. Uh, you can put on an Amazon store, and, and if you have a particular niche, a particular piece of knowledge, uh, or an expertise in an area, uh, you can divide, uh, develop a worldwide business uh, without having to, to own too much or invest too much like you would with a bricks-and-mortar store. So you're actually talking to entrepreneurs every day. Uh, do you have any stories you can share uh, of entrepreneurs taking that leap and, and starting a new business? Well, there are, there are lots of them. Uh, I'm trying to think off my head of some. Uh, 
it, it's it's going to be hard for me to to single out any one, but each one of them that that have have launched during this period of time has has launched to fill a need that exists today, and and that's typically in the healthcare area, uh, typically in the um, cleaning area has been huge because uh, people aren't going to come out unless they're confident that the place they're going is safe. And so the restaurants are engaging. Uh, a couple of, of businesses that I can think of have done the, uh, the pods uh, that businesses put uh, restaurants put outside in their, uh, in their parking area or whatever that people can, can eat in a pod that they know has been clean, that they know is, is safe for their particular family unit. Uh, in fact, I was just visiting in Ohio and they had the igloos because it was nine degrees outside and yet we were eating in an igloo that was being served by servers wearing their winter coats. And so, you know, the, I'm sure the pod business grew. Um, some of the individual areas where they're popping up uh, that they were doing outside the, the hospitals for intake have now been turned into those um, temporary shelters where people are getting injections. And so the, the people who are are serving that area that had some expertise in that area have popped up. Um, in the last few years, there's been a lot of activity with drone research and drone cameras and um, 3D printing and scanning. And so each each innovation in technology drives a, a new innovation in business delivery. Some of that, you know, critical like healthcare, and some of that's going to be to serve the, you know, the recreational and tourism business that will be in quite in demand from a pent up demand over the last year that people are going to want to get out. They're going to want to engage and, and, and have some fun, <laughs> which I think all of us want to do after this last year. Oh, for sure. All right, let's do this, Jerry. Walk me through the process, if you will, from inspiration to idea to implementation and getting your, your small business off the ground. How, you know, what is that, what does that path look like? Well, sometimes uh, the inspiration comes from your your past experience, uh, observation, uh, those kind of things. Where uh, one of my particular businesses was, I saw a, a a product being used in a particular way, and I thought, you know, if we just turned that a little different, we could use it in a whole different way. And so, if anyone's ever seen searchlights up in the sky, uh, like at a car dealership. Uh, it's a very unique light. It moves around. It gets attention. Uh, I read in the Orlando Business Journal that they were going to put the shuttle up when they had the shuttle program more times per year, but they were going to do maintenance at night. And I thought, huh, if we took these searchlights that were shooting up in the sky and we turned them sideways, they could be very powerful work lights for people working on a, a launch pad very high in the air at night. And that resulted in a multi-million dollar sale to NASA. And so sometimes the inspiration comes from there's a better way to do it, even with an existing product. So inspiration says, I, I see a need and I know how to fix it or fill it. Or I see a pain and I know how to relieve that pain. It next goes to, is this something that is sustainable? Is this something I could make money at? Because lots of people may eat your apple pie and say, you should go in the pie business. But going into the pie business means you need to make a profit. And so you have to take that inspiration or that idea to say, 
let's put this on paper because if you can't write it, you can't do it. And that's part of developing a business plan. And then you say, are there enough people out there to buy this product? Uh, and there may be, but are they willing to pay a price that enables you to make a profit? And so you can be, you can wonderfully bake pies and, and give them out to all your neighbors. And that may be your hobby and that's okay. But if, if it becomes a pie business, you got to make money at it to stay in business. And so part of that business plan process is asking lots of people saying, is this idea valid? Is this idea something you would pay for? Who do you know that might pay for this? And how much would they pay? And doing your research, that's called the business plan. And that's where it's really helpful to connect with a coach, connect with an advisor, build your team of mentors that that is outside your family who loves you and they want to support you and they want you to, to do well. And so they may say, sure, go in the pie business. We love you. They think that'd be great. It would make you happy. But you need someone outside that circle to say, let's look at this from a, a very <laughs> factual-based perspective. Is this something that really is a business and can make money? And, and once you do that and you decide, yes, this is, then you build your team and say, how do we start? How do we keep our costs low without building a whole lot of overhead? Because overhead will kill you. That keeps your, your costs low that protects your profit margin and that allows you to grow your business. And let's talk resources. What, uh, you know, what's out there for folks that have, have their, their, their plan put together and they're ready to get it going. What resources are out there for folks that are starting a new business? First of all, uh, wherever they're listening, they can connect with a small business development center or a score chapter uh, at our center uh, here in Orlando. Uh, we ha also have a variety of chambers. We have the African-American Chamber, the Hispanic Chamber, the Asian-American Chamber, the Pride Chamber. We have the National Association of Women Business Owners. We have Prospera, which works and coaches and, and counsels uh, Hispanic businesses. And that's just a few. What that does is it helps you enlarge your circle because you can't just sell to your friends and neighbors all the time. And so each of those organizations assist a small business but they also build the in engagement with a larger circle of potential customers and potential business owners that, that can say, hey, I know what you're going through. I've been there myself, I can help you. And so there are resources everywhere of people who want to help and can help. The biggest part is to go find them and engage them because many times the help is, is out there, we just don't know about it. And so, Anyone that's listening to this, part of their, their homework for today is to research the, the resources that are available for them. We now have uh, an online learning platform, which is available to anyone with an internet connection. And so if they go to our website at National EC for Entrepreneur Center, nationalec.org, they can say, I want to take an online course and it's free to anyone in the country. And so that's been uh, sponsored currently by Wells Fargo, and, and they pay for the usage of that for people to connect to online training from without leaving their house. So the resources are out there. Well, Jerry, let's hope somebody's listening and somebody has that next great idea, that next great business. Let's hope we're able to connect them with some resources, and maybe we can talk about their business later down the road. I would love to do that, and I'm sure they're listening now. They just need to get their pen out and connect nationalec.org. 
All right. So if you're an entrepreneur in need of assistance or guidance, that sort of thing, the National Entrepreneur Center is there for you. I hope you can connect with them and hopefully Jerry and his uh, folks can can help you out. So I want to thank you for listening again to Not in the Mood. Uh, again, if you are not subscribed to the podcast, whether you're listening on Spotify, whether you're listening on Apple, Google Podcasts, uh, whatever platform you're listening to. I hope you subscribe. That way you'll be the first to know when the new episodes come out. Remember, you can also listen on the WDBO app. Uh, we have all of our podcasts, past episodes available there. Uh, just the tap of a button on the app and you can listen there. And if you'd like to hear my reporting any day of the week, you can tune in to WDBO if you're in Orlando. You can also listen online. Uh, you can listen on Alexa. There's many different platforms where you can hear me uh, doing my thing on a daily basis. But I want to thank you for listening to Not in the Mood and I hope you'll join us next week. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.